Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Josh, and I'm your Push Coach. Thank you so much for joining me for season three of my podcast, where my mission is to help coaches, leaders, and entrepreneurs to find purpose and passion in their work while turning it into a six and even seven figure coaching business. But before we dive into today's episode, let me just share a little bit about me. After making only two sales in my entire first year of business, I've gone on to create a multi-million dollar coaching business, helping people just like you to find confidence, clarity, and become leaders that change the world. On this show, you're gonna get tools and resources that are gonna help you to make success easier than you ever thought possible. We're gonna help you reprogram your beliefs and mindset for success and create a program that gives your clients massive results. Also, I would love to give you a free copy of my brand new book, The Best Version of You. Head over to joshcoats.com to grab a copy and learn the exact strategies that I have used to build a multi-million dollar coaching business. So excited to have you here today. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to Your Push Coach. My name is Josh. I'm your push coach. Excited to hang with you. We are diving into the next chapter of the best version of you. If you're new to the podcast, I have been recording the audio version of my Wall Street Journal best-selling book, The Best Version of You, and we're taking it one chapter at a time, except today we've got a long chapter, so we're actually splitting it into two parts. If you are listening to this live, I've got a really exciting free training coming up on April 5th. Um, you can go to joshcoats.com slash p. 4D to register. That's the letter P, the number four, the letter D. It's my upcoming push for diamond training. So it's joshcoats.com slash P4D. I'm going to be teaching on the three things that I believe it takes to create longevity and like an actual like life by design successful business. I feel like so many people it looks like things are going well, like their social media maybe is getting some engagement, you know, maybe it's less than you want to get, but maybe compared to regular people, it looks good. You know, it looks like you have this online brand and it looks like things are, and maybe even people reach out to you and are like, oh my gosh, like you're doing big things. But the reality is, you know, like big things are not happening. You've got a lot of people admiring you and you've got a lot of people appreciating you, but not a lot of people actually joining you. And what I have realized is that really there is like these three things and and, and people that have kind of like a full-ish full ish time income, you know, those people that usually making like thirty to $50,000, they've usually got like one of these things to work for them. The people that really are struggling, not like making really any sales at all or only a few here and there, like honestly are really struggling in all three of these areas. But a lot of people are able to figure out like one of these things to kind of build that full-ish time income. But it's still kind of like a paycheck-to-paycheck life. Um, I feel like the people that actually create the residual income, like the I wake up every month and I know life is good, I know that we're taken care of, they have all three of these things working for them. And the multi-six and seven-figure earners are like a nine out of a nine or ten out of ten in all three departments. So I'm gonna be teaching on what those three things are. Join me April 5th. Uh, 7 p.m. Central, and you can register again for that at joshcoats.com slash P4D, okay? So let's dive into today's chapter, today's chapter, chapter two, head beliefs versus heart beliefs. 
When I made the decision to give up my eight hours of listening to music to listen to podcasts instead, I made a decision that changed my life forever. At the time, I didn't understand what was really happening. I thought I just found something I enjoyed, and that was why it was so exciting and so empowering. But now that I've had several years of training and have studied the topic of mindset and beliefs, I understand that something was happening on a larger scale altogether. One of the first things I learned in life coaching was that our beliefs drive our behavior. Will Durant said in his book, The Story of Philosophy, when discussing the idea of Aristotle, we are what we repeatedly do. And this is a great quote, but it's not really a full truth. It's, it's actually only a half truth. We are what we repeatedly do, but we repeatedly do what we really believe on the inside. People spend billions of dollars every year trying to change their health by trying to find a better system, a way to be more motivated or, or a different diet. But the reality is, until someone believes they can lose weight, no attempt to change their behavior will be very successful. In the same way, people spend billions of dollars each year on business coaching, social media advice, websites, lead generation, all trying to find the right system that will finally give them the breakthrough they want in their business. But because they don't understand this very simple principle, they find themselves paying for training they don't use or sabotaging the whole process and then blaming it on others. Spending your time and energy trying to change your habits can work, but only if you have the willpower to force it. Some people do, but most people don't. When you take the time to reprogram your beliefs, all of a sudden, the actions aren't actually that difficult. Posting content to Instagram isn't as big of a challenge when you believe with all of your heart that it's going to lead to the success that you really want, even if this individual post falls flat and gets no engagement. Building a website or, or writing a book becomes a lot easier when you don't need it to give you the success you want and you just truly believe that you are going in the right direction and living from your heart and purpose. Putting all of your energy into changing your habits is always most effective when it's combined with working on your beliefs. As I'm writing, I'm going through some rebranding in my business. I'm pivoting to help more life coaches with their branding. In doing so, I've been reflecting on my first year as a life coach. I will never forget just how powerful that first year was. Looking back, I can see just how bad I wanted to share my message with the world. I wasn't looking to make a million dollars or be a best-selling author. I just wanted to make a difference and change lives. I got on every single call with this burning desire to help someone transform their life. The reality is my first year in business was such a huge disaster. I failed over and over and over, but my desire to help others fueled me to keep reading, keep listening, and keep growing. I truly believed that I was on the right path, so I didn't need it to quote unquote work. I can still remember speaking at live events for eight people and speaking on Zoom calls for four people. While I hated seeing such a small turnout, I was so fueled by my passion that I gave everything I had. I didn't need results because I was fueled by my purpose and passion. That made it easy to show up and even when I didn't have the right plan or the perfect strategy. I played sports my whole life. I was never the best, but I was always one of the best because my dad had coached me at a young age and taught me to give everything I had. At the end of basically every practice and every sport I played was something called conditioning. This was usually around 30 minutes of running sprints, short runs at your very fastest speed. 
One thing I can still remember is just how crazy it was that I could always beat people who were much faster than me. What most people would do is run as fast as they could for the first five to minutes. But after they would start to slack off, what most people would do was run as fast as they could for the first five to 10 minutes. But after that, they would start to slack off as they felt more tired. I still don't know exactly where I learned this from, but I had a different mindset than they did. Maybe it was because I was the youngest in my family and always had to work twice as hard to keep up with my older brother, who was much bigger, stronger, and faster than me. Maybe it was because me and my brother would play basketball as kids with the teenagers from our church and had to work harder to keep up. For whatever reason, I knew how to dig in even when I was winded and tired, and I found a way to run as fast as I possibly could even after the initial five to 10 minutes. In fact, by the time 25 to 30 minutes came around, I would be outrunning people as by as much as five to 10 yards. I remember one specific drill we did in football where we would run from the end zone to the 10 yard line, then we'd turn around and run back, then to the 20 yard line, then run back. The sprint would go by increments of 10 until we got to the last run, which went from end zone to end zone for a total of 100 yards. On the very last run, there was one guy who had been taking it easy for the last 20 minutes and was sick of watching me win. So he decided to sprint as hard and fast as he could. Now, remember, I'd been sprinting as hard and fast as I could for the entire time. So he should have been way better rested than me and should have smoked me on this last sprint if he just tried it all. But I heard him coming up on me and I dug in. I found another gear and kicked it into an even faster speed. After about 20 yards of him trying to keep up with me, I heard him gasp and slow down because he couldn't handle keeping up with my speed for that long. Why is it that I could outrun all of these players who were faster than me? It was all in my head. It couldn't possibly have been in my talent or skill. Remember, these were people who were faster than me. We had ran 40s for a clocked time, and it was proven that they had more speed than me. But their mindset was, I'll run fast until it hurts. My mindset was, I'll run fast even if it hurts. An analogy that might make more sense to you is the key analogy. Because I have a lot of women in my training groups, I have a good time making fun of myself and, and making men the butt of a lot of my jokes. As a man, if I can't find my keys, I I look in the two places the keys are supposed to be. But when I don't find them, my response is always, babe, I can't find the keys. I looked everywhere. When my wife Jenny looks for the keys, she doesn't just look in the two places they're supposed to be. She's smart enough to know they didn't just walk away. So they have to be somewhere. So she looks until she finds the key. When it comes to success in any area of your life, you have to approach it like a woman looking for the keys. You can't just look in a few places and say you've tried everything. You have to look until you find it. In other words, success starts with a decision to go until you succeed. But here's the problem. Your subconscious mind is looking for a way to stay safe. Deep inside, you know exactly what kind of work it will take to become the person you need to become to get what you really want. So you're looking for an out. The hardest part of success in your business or any other area of your life will be fighting the inner battle of wanting to give up. What makes it even harder is the fact that the battle happening on the inside can make it feel like you are being untrue to yourself. It's one thing to go against friends and family, which can also be really hard, but it's an entirely different thing to go against what feels like your own true self. The first thing you need to know about this battle 
is that you are not fighting against your true self. You are only fighting against your old self. What I'm about to teach you is something that should be taught in every school in the world, but unfortunately was only taught to me when I went through life coach training at the age of 30. I would say 99% of people go through life not even understanding their own physiological makeup, and that is what makes life hard. I'm going to take some time to teach you what is actually happening inside your brain and your body, and the rest of this book is a full-blown training on the ways I found to fight the battle to create my new self. That was part one. This is a little bit of a lengthy chapter, and I want to make sure that we keep these short enough that you can just listen to them on the go. So tune in next week for part two, where we are going to talk about unconscious living, one of my favorite things in the world to talk about. You see, we have all of these habits, all of these tendencies, all of these things that we do in our life that we're not even consciously aware of. You ever you ever been around someone who has like a, a little tick? Like maybe for me, because I'm also uh, play the drums, I will just literally just drum on everything around me without even realizing it. Like I don't even know that I'm making noise. Well, here's the thing. We all have these kind of unconscious things that we do, and in our business, these unconscious things can be very, very dangerous. For instance, just to give you a little tease and a little example, if you were rejected a lot as a kid, you might unconsciously expect people to reject you, and if that's the case, it makes it really, really hard to post on social media because you're worried someone is going to reject you. You're worried about what someone might think. It makes it really hard to have conversations about like your product or your business or like whatever that is, because there's just this, there's almost like this unconscious tick of what are they going to think of me? What are they going to say about me? Is this person going to reject me? Is that going to reintroduce this trauma from my childhood? And when we uncover these on unconscious things, it literally opens the world for us. But as long as we are still living in a place where these things remain hidden and unconscious, these things that we don't even know we're doing, we don't even know we're thinking them and saying them and feeling them, it can actually make you a slave to your own past. So we're going to talk in the next part of this chapter next week about how to change that. And, and, and of course, the, the whole rest of the book is all of the techniques that I've learned from life coaching, as well as just my own growth journey on how to change those things. All right? Don't forget, joshcoats.com slash P4D to register for my next training. One of the things that we're going to be talking about in that training is this exact very thing, this unconscious um, life that a lot of people are living. So I want to talk to you about that in the next chapter, but also make sure and show up for this live webinar. It's going to be amazing. You're going to learn so much of how to grow your business with some very tactical things. I love you guys so much. Please don't forget if you are listening on iTunes, take a second to drop a review. Let other people know what you're learning and why you love this podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, there's not really a review system, but I'd still love it either way if you shared this to your stories and pass the word. I love you so much. Please remember that everything you need is already living on the inside and all the resources you'll ever need are right under your nose. I will see you next time. Bye, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Your Push Coach. I hope you enjoyed so much of this deep dive into the tips and strategies you can use to build your coaching business. If you want to hear more episodes just like this, please make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get notified when a new episode releases every week. 
Also, make sure and tag me over on your stories wherever you're listening to the show so that I can share them over to my stories. Remember, you are worthy of everything you want in life. You are capable of everything you want in life. You have infinite creativity and wisdom and life and love living on the inside of you. So go be a light today in the people you serve. I will see you next time.